sometimes it's not even about how do you make this fun and entertaining. It's how do you meet a need in a way that no one else is and make it. B2B content, I want to say, is the most boring content that's being put out there on the daily. I am sick and tired of looking at B2B commercials, B2B sponsored content being targeted by B2B. Not that I am a whole lot, by the way, but every time I see it, and I've done it in the past too, that's where it's fucked up. (laughs) Like... It is just so boring. It is. Yeah. And, and I th- like I've said this multiple times on LinkedIn, like B2B content. Like, let's just be honest. It sucks. Like right. industry, doesn't matter the industry, doesn't matter like how much money you have and are pumping into marketing. Most yeah. B2B marketing sucks. And it's yeah. a this mix of pointless listicles. It's, you know, here's our product features. And it's things that people like, People don't even really care about, you know, I, uh, I was in a conversation with someone the other day where they're like, um, people's, uh, what's it called? Attention spans are, are diminishing and they're getting smaller. And I was like, no, they're actually not. Yeah. Like if you look at, if you look at the most popular podcasts, they're like 45 minutes to an hour and a half. If you look at the most popular movies, they're like two hours long. You know, think of when was the last time or, or. Not the last time, but like how often do you sit there and do you binge TV shows that you love on, on Netflix right. or, or, you know, and, and yeah, you might have your phone up a little bit, but you're still like, you're watching. I was going to say you're, you're, bin, you're, bin, but like, if you go to a movie theater, do you pull your phone out during a two hour movie and, and play on your phone? Well, maybe you do. I don't know. No. And that's actually why I've started enjoying going to the movie yeah. again, because well, in Switzerland, it's very expensive and, and shitty seats and all that. Uh, here in the States, they know how to do it. And, yeah. like, you know, you have a, a server that gets you food and everything. And that's, that's dope. Like, and the seats are so comfortable. Like you just got those reclining, declining seats, mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, it's a great experience. And part of it too, I realized is when I'm at the movies, my phone stays in my pocket. Right. I'm not going to lie. So yes, the Netflix and stuff, you binge it, your attention span, Actually, my attention span is not what it used to be because, yes, I am on my phone right. at the same time, and I hate myself for it. You know? Right. But but I think the point is, like, if it's something that you really like, yeah. you have the attention span for yes. it, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I think we're seeing in B2B is, like, the content is so crappy. Yeah. That we say, oh, people's attention spans are just diminishing. It's like, no. Right. They'll still go watch a two, two and a half hour movie and sit through it and enjoy it. It's the, the content you're putting out right. isn't attention grabbing and keeping attention keeping enough. Right. You know? I, li- I like that you mentioned that because we did jump right in and which is a good thing. Of course, that's who we are. But we're talking B2B content and how boring it is. Um, and we want to explore why in this episode and. But first off, maybe you can say, like, what's the purpose of content? We mentioned it in the, in the yeah. past episode, so, but just very briefly summarizing it. 
it, it really is being top of mind. Yeah. You know, like whether you want to say brand awareness, you know, whatever, and eventually it should generate leads as you stay brand, you know, right. top of mind. But yeah. it really is just staying top of mind with your, with your ideal customers who you're trying yeah. to attract. And I think what happens is like, so let me say it this way. I was head of marketing for a food processing equipment company, you know, right. How do you make food processing equipment? Yeah. Interesting. I have no idea. You know, like, like, and that, and I always come back to this because like, it's not a fun and sexy type of industry. It's not like, you know, um, like a, a Slack, not that Slack is fun and sexy, but like, yeah. like Slack could do so much more with their content yeah. because of the way that people use it. Well, food processing equipment, it's like, here's how this piece of equipment works. Like yeah. you can be very boring with that content, but really I think like it comes down to knowing the audience and what the audience actually wants. Right. And where I feel most B2B companies fail is that they don't get to know their clients, what they're doing. And I see this a lot just as having been in content for 25 years is most B2B content is written from an SEO perspective of mm. the whole reason we're writing this blog post, the whole reason we're doing this YouTube video, the whole reason we're, we're posting on LinkedIn is so that people can find us, right. you know, and it's like, Hey, I'm going to stuff this with keywords. I'm going to make this like they, they went into Google keywords and they saw, Oh, people are searching this. So I'm going to write a blog post about right. that. You know? And it's like, how many times have you searched for something on Google? You pull it up and you scan it. And it's like, this is so like basic level, so right. dumb that it's like, I knew this. Yeah. I don't even know the industry, but anyone with common sense yeah. would know this. So how is this, how is this something I want to read? How is this something that grabs my attention? It's like, yeah. you know, it makes you feel like this company is talking to you like you're a five-year-old. Yeah, it's dry as fuck. Like, yeah. like you have all the same words being repeated. And like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I got it, dude. And like, yeah, so staying top of mind, making yeah. that lasting impression, that's an important thing that we keep going back to. Right. Uh, because that is what part, a big part of, of what brand uh, should be doing what your brand should be doing, leaving right. a, a lasting impression and, and content is a vessel for that. So anyways, you mentioned, uh, the people you, uh, were working with in the food equipment industry. Um, what exactly did you do, uh, for them to kind of move past the SEO field right. blog post just to be ranked? So one of the, the examples I use a lot, I use this with prospective clients and, and shared this on other podcasts. One of the things we developed, so this company start, started producing industrial smokehouses. Mm -hmm. So if you buy beef jerky or meat sticks, like all that kind of stuff is, is made in these giant pieces that's of cool. machine. Yeah, that's cool. And what this company does is they have a patent on how the air moves in the oven. And so most... Most people in the industry who are buying this equipment, they don't understand how the equipment works. They right. just know, all right, the plant manager wants this. I'm going to click buy and great, we've got it. Um, and so what, what was happening was no one really understood why they should buy this, this manufacturer's ovens as opposed to someone else's. They didn't comprehend what this airflow kind of did. Right. So one of the things we put together was a, a breakpoint guide that explained how air moved in the oven. Sounds kind of dry, mm -hmm. but what we did is 
we had this like airflow technology like that we could simulate how air moves. So we grabbed like all these different scenarios and like you actually have gifts on the website of like air moving in an oven and like you can interact with this guide and stuff. And it's, okay. it's one of those things that like, to be honest, if you're not in the industry, you're going to look at it and say it's boring mm-hmm. because you're like, who the frick cares how air moves in yeah. an oven? Like if, yeah. if it's not in the industry, it's going to be boring. Yeah. But what happened was that we developed that five years, five or six years ago, even to today, it still pulls in between 500 and a million dollars worth of, of revenue for this company because it was something so drastically different. It grabbed people's attention. It had gifts in there. It wasn't just a blog post. It literally was, let's show you how this whole Mm -hmm. thing works. Here's here's movement on the page and here's how you understand this is going to make your product better. This is going to make it worse. And Pete, like industry magazines have picked that up and used parts of it in their own articles. Cause they were like, no one else is doing this. This is amazing. Like you even like, they even asked like, can we have the gifts to use? And I'm like, sure. As long as you mention the company name in the, in the caption, like you can use, you can use it. Mm -hmm. And that all of a sudden, like, there were, there were clients that came to us and said, the reason we want to do like, uh, have you prepare a quote is because of that guide. Right. And so it's, sometimes it's not even about how do you make this fun and entertaining? It's how do you meet a need in a way that no one else is and make it for me, it's about in a lot of cases too, it's about how do you make it interactive? Like if people are clicking on things like, it's you grab their attention more when it's not just here's a, a blog post with headers mm-hmm. and bullet points. And I, I'm guilty of this too. I skim. Yeah. I don't read. Yeah, but like course. when it's like we actually made it small blocks of text, small blocks of text with pictures, mm-hmm. with graphics. It didn't yeah. feel like a blog post. It right. was here's this resource. An experience. It, it was it was an experience. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's, cool. that's where B2B could do so much better if they looked at it content as an experience, Mm -hmm. not just, well, I want to rank on Google. So I'm just going to put some crap out. So people find us on Google, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, and nothing against SEO, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to say this exactly. (laughs) You knew where I was going with this. I think SEO still matters and like being found on Google ranking still matters. It does. All of that stuff. Of course, the only issue is, there's way too much bottom funnel content yes. being pushed out there. And it's like, buy now, uh, get a discount when you subscribe. Um, you know, product centric also like about features and capacities and whatnot. This is all fun and games, but if you're, if you're trying to increase your reach, your market size and your market shares and your revenue at some point, you need to engage more future buyers right. and you need to create content that's going to engage them and the the buy now product centric uh register to my webinar aren't exactly the type of the type of content that are going to leave an impression for those people that aren't ready to buy yet and that's what i identify with your with your guy too is there there's more like education right, right. Uh, on the issue on their industry which kind of at some point becomes a passion and maybe it doesn't become a passion. Maybe it's a hobby or, or it's, it's a big part of your life because you've been working in that industry for a while. Um, so food equipment could become a passion, right. or 
like especially once you start having those conversations and those type of contents that you see out there that you know describe like how does the air moving a certain way in the oven affect the the end result of like the meat or whatever and like so people can take also proud pride sorry in in what they do right um that's an important part of it i think it's just engaging more of that top funnel future buyers that aren't ready to buy yet well and to to give you an example of this we had a, a linkedin client um it was more of a consultation than than us writing the post for them and so basically they would write their posts, send them to us and we would, we would evaluate. And what I saw all the time, and this was a B2B industry. Um, what they were doing is like, here's why our product is better. Here's right. why you should sign up for our email newsletter. And I'm like, think about this. Like if, the, if you were the consumer of this and you saw this on LinkedIn, would you even click it? Mm. Like, even if you were the, the, ideal customer and this is something that you buy or or service that you would purchase regularly would you spend your time reading someone saying here's why you should subscribe to my email newsletter yeah i I, maybe i'm weird but i I am weird but like i wouldn't i wouldn't do that because that's that's boring that that is salesy i want you to take a step yeah, type of content. It, it's salesy, boring. Uh, also, it asks a lot about uh, of you, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like it, it does require an action, and to ask people to take it, like action on something, whether that's registering to your webinar or checking out this list of perks or f- product features, right? Or just clicking on on a link. You do need to make them feel some type of emotion. Yeah, you do need to connect with them. And that's not, you're not going to get there with bottom funnel uh, tactics right. and communications, right? And that's what you've been talking about with like SEO and like dry stuff, blog posts and, and whatnot. Like we're talking blog posts a lot, LinkedIn posts, uh, social, a lot of different channels. Also, the way you can engage more people and leave a lasting impression, you should try maybe and play with more channels and right. more formats. So, so it, it like yeah. the fact that it is a particular format will also dictate how creative you're going to be with it mm-hmm. or should at least be with it and, and what type of impression you're going to last leave. Right. I think, um, well, and, and if just, you do it right. Right. And just look at, look at what we're doing here. Like you and I made the decision to say, Hey, we need to do video. Yeah. People need to see our beautiful faces and hear our wonderful voices and like, yeah. you know, like build that, build that yeah. um, authenticity of like, hey, we really want to work with these guys. And yeah. while our LinkedIn content does do that, I mean, mm-hmm. we've landed clients and they they love our content. It's one of the first things like, I love Sassy Jason, which we'll get to in yeah, a minute. We'll get to it in um, a minute. But like we, we decide like, hey, we want to branch out yeah. and what's the best way to do that? We need to be on video. Mm-hmm. And one of the best ways to do that is a video podcast. And so we're doing this and we're going to put it on TikTok. We're going to put it on Instagram and like little video clips and, and, and LinkedIn and email, and we'll be on YouTube now and all that, which we never would have been able to with blog posts. We can't do that on essays. We can't do that in LinkedIn content. Like it, you need, sometimes you just need to do something different and, and kind of switching gears here too. Like in order to grab that for me, I always say there's two things, the educational, Mm-hmm. and or the entertaining right you know and there are there are creators like b2b creators on linkedin 
who do the entertaining side really well. Mm -hmm. Like their videos, it's like they've got graphics flying in stuff. And it's like, there are very few people whose videos I actually watch on LinkedIn. Like I'll read the text before and be like, yeah, this is a great point. There's like one or two that I'll actually watch their videos because their videos are creative. They're unique. They're not like the talking head, like, this is what I think. They are the like, I'm going to add in motion and costumes and stuff. And it's like, you don't see that from, from B2B and yeah. that's what makes them, them stand out. And yeah. so if, if you are, and for me, I'm the educational guy. I can teach. I love to teach. I love to, to yeah. educate people. The entertaining side, uh, I've got a little bit of it, yeah. but I, you're never going to see me dress up in a costume and, right. and do, or, or be on TikTok and shaking my booty because that's yeah. just not, that's not my personality. Right. And so I would say like lean into whichever one you're best at Mm -hmm. and try to make it a little bit more like the other. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are educational, try to figure out how can I also be entertaining? Entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. But with, with shift, for example, and if, if we take some, some examples, mm -hmm. we do have a list on our iPads here. Uh, It's uh, B2B and B2C. Uh, There comes the, I guess the the issue that we always have with the industry of marketing and branding is, yeah, you're saying B2B content is boring, but like, do you have an example? Do you have a good example? And we do have some to that, some ways to leave an impression and make your content not boring. So you can leave a mark, create a connection. So once they are ready to buy, they'll think about you. Right. Um, some of it, of course, we we went through the insurance industry and Jake from State Farm, uh, Geico's Gecko, um, all, uh, what are they called? See, I, I forgot actually, so they didn't leave an impression. <laughs> <laughs> Progressive and like Dr. Rick and like don't right. become your parent type of thing, that which is a great campaign. I love it. I saw it first at first and I was like, oh, this is like, this is such a cool narrative. Right. I feel like... Um, those could be considered, those are mostly B2C, but they could be considered B2B too. And like part of it, giving those examples from B2C, uh, there, there's two parts to it, right? Uh, and I'm, a, I guess right now what I'm doing, I'm addressing concerns before right. we mentioned the examples. Right. Uh, so we don't get shredded to pieces. Like, <laughs> oh, once again, you're mentioning B2C instead of a, a B2B example. One, so yes, we are. One, why? Because we're also consumers, right? Right. We're people. And so what we see the most and what we remember the most is going to be mostly B2C uh, mm-hmm. related in the B2C industry because we're sitting here on Sunday night football. Um, we're Yeah, we're going to see a Burger King ad. We're right. not going to see a Monday.com right. ad, for example. Well, and even Not when so much. even when they do though, because like think Super Bowl, like GoDaddy's on there, you know all that. Um, even when you do. It's it's usually not memorable. It's hey, look at yeah, organize your life with Monday or something. And it's like right. great, but like who's going to talk about that after the game? Yeah. You know, or and I think that's the big thing is there just aren't that many great examples of good B two B content that gets yeah. and some of that and and you know like what you were doing put the disclaimer here yeah at least that's been targeted to us yeah that you know because if it's not targeted to us we're not 
if they're doing their job well, yeah. it's not, we're not going to see we're it. We're not going to see it. Yeah. Um, so unless you're very well connected right. uh, or like you do like stay on top of everything, you're not necessarily going to see it and you're not going to have that impression to give. Right. Like now that's just us cupping, cupping us out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With this whole thing. Let's be honest. But like some, it's still like some B2C examples can fit in the B2B world and there's something to be to be said about like drawing inspiration from it because right. the entire industry and what we're doing now, we're saying, oh man, B2B is so boring. It's so annoying. Ugh, I hate it, blah, blah, blah. But we don't go out and do anything about it technically. Right. We just say, well, it's because it's B2B and not like, you know, you can't be smart, cheeky, funny, whatever. Right. But you can. Yeah. And some of those examples, uh, I did mention them in... in other content that we put out there, 10,000 mm -hmm. uh, released a tremendous campaign that was called Outlast a Tesla. Right. And that, that showed basically also that expressed their, their purpose mm -hmm. and their, the meaning behind their brand, which helps create a connection. That's, I think, a good example. So it was like very briefly, it was a dude had to run as are as a fully charged Tesla. Basically, the Tesla went on for, I don't even have the numbers anymore, but yeah. it just left, because it's telling. I don't remember the numbers. I remember how it made me feel. Right. And how now I have a connection with this brand that's talking about, you know, 10,000, 10,000 hours. Be 1% better. Uh, do the hard work. Do what's necessary. Not what mm -hmm. you feel like doing. You know, I remember this. Right. The emotion, the connection, the meaning. That's what we try we we want to be doing with B2B content. Right. Top level advice, but still valuable advice in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and and you kind of said this a, a little bit, but I wanted to point it out. Like a lot of marketers will say, Hey, we need to make B2B more like B2C. Yeah. And there's really, in my head, there's really two ways to do that. One is through content, like copy. Not, not copy, but like use B2C content as the springboard to like, how should you develop your own content in a B2B realm? Like right. do a campaign like 10,000's Outlast of Tesla, you know, like um, maybe you come up with a mascot like the, the insurance industry did, yeah. you know, like you find that, that jingle that gets stuck in people's heads. Like there's ways to, to grab attention that way. And so one is content and one is the other one, which isn't, part of our conversation today, but yeah. the other one is like how you streamline the buying process. Like yeah. those two ways you bring that into the B2B realm, you will stand out because mm -hmm. no one else. Is, and that's the key is like, we talked about this in a, in a previous uh, episode where we were talking about uniqueness and standing out and, and being different. Like in a lot of cases, that's how you be different yeah. in B2B. You put out this content that has an emotional connection to it you, you simplify the buying process and like yeah. those two things alone, you will stand out from your competition just by doing that. And right. so one of the ways that we've done that here in shift, and, and I just want to mention it because everyone's been asking me, are we going to see Sassy Jason on uh, this podcast? Like, yes, you are. Finally, <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, second to last episode of the right. season and you're finally <laughs> going to see Sassy Jason, but like Sassy Jason is a perfect example of this. And like we, I actually haven't taken this, 
to the level that I want to yet. Like, right. I haven't like gotten a, a caricature, uh, a char- char- caricature. Yeah, that you know what I mean. I haven't gotten that of Sassy Jason yet. You know, and and like um, eventually I want to do that. Maybe even get Sassy Jason stickers and stuff. Because there's been this almost like I don't want to say I'm at this. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm at this level of a cult level, you know, like people are like, oh, it's this cult uh, following. Yeah. But in reality, one of the things we hear a lot when people book discovery calls is I just want to work with Sassy Jason. Right. You know, I, I love Sassy Jason. And so it's like th- there is an audience built around this, this yeah. persona. And that's really what it is, is it's a persona Yeah, that we adopted um, came about because I said something sassy on LinkedIn and someone was like, Wow, that's hashtag sassy Jason. I was like, that's mine. Yeah. I'm stealing that. I'm using that all the time now. And and really what it does is it brings this kind of funny, sarcastic, like it, whenever yeah. I use sassy Jason, it's pointing out the obvious stupidity that mm-hmm. all of us have dealt with. The, yeah. you know, especially on LinkedIn, it's the the connect and pitch, you know, or it's the um, you know, in in sales, sending sending really bad outbound messages where you've got the person's name wrong, you know, like things like that, that everyone's experienced, everyone hates, they, they complain about. And I just make it like this sassy, like, I'm just going to point this out and look at how ridiculous this is. And, and it's built this following around us because of that persona. And And so coming up with, you call it the alter ego, yeah. coming up with an alter ego that people connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I say a lot like sassy Jason quote unquote complains yeah. like that. That's what it is. Who hasn't complained yeah. about this stuff? You know, yeah, it's, so sure. it's this deeper connection with people of mm-hmm. like, Hey, I've dealt with that too. Yeah. And this guy's actually calling it out and making fun of it. Like yeah. it, it's almost like I haven't, fully embraced meme culture yet. Like I'm not a great memer, but like it's the text version of memes in in reality. And so, and getting to that, like using memes in your B2B marketing, using gifts in your B2B marketing, like using, using some of these things that you see Gen Z using or that you see people using in the B2C realm, bringing that to B2B, making it fun, making it something that people are like, Oh man, this is awesome! I want to share this on on Instagram. Yeah, you know, make like, it shareable, make it entertaining, make yeah. it leave an emotion, uh, make uh, make a lasting impression, and just right. like give meaning to what you're saying. I guess, right. and 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 how you're saying it. The alter ego is a good way to do it, of course, in the in the service consulting industry. Uh, right. Now, don't go out and be too much out there. Yeah, just find ways to to make an impression. Uh, and make it meaningful for right. people. I think like is like the end note here is it has to have meaning mm-hmm. for people and make a connection. And I would say meaning for the right people yes. too. Like yes. like you know, I think the reason the Outlast of Tesla connected with you is because you are that person. Yeah. You know, you are the I'm gonna work hard and I want to improve and stuff. Yeah. So that connected with you. Mm-hmm. If I'm a fat lazy slob on my couch, that I'm like. I don't want to improve myself. Right. I'm going to look at that and be like, that's stupid, you know? Yeah. And so under understanding your audience, what connects with them, what's going to connect emotionally yeah. with them and, and leave that purpose. That's really what you, you want to do. And, and 100%. there is no, there is no hard, fast, like do step one, two, three, four to do it. 
Mm. It's different for every company and you just need to know your ideal clients and find out how you bring that meaning and being creative in content. And that's really how you do it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all there is to say. That is all there is to say. I know. And, and, (laughs) Who would have thought? I I, thought? I keep it to half an hour when yes, I talk content sir. when normally I go like an hour and a half. So <laughs> right. that's a win. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. 